Hello everybody, Jesse Shrek here with Practical Missions Cohort. Today we're doing another live recording for the podcast, available also on the YouTube channel, and we'll make it available on uh, as a video on Facebook as well for the PMC page. But this will be episode number 241 on the PMC podcast. And this is no ordinary podcast today, episode 241 here. We're doing something that we've never done before, something different, and something actually we would prefer not to have done, but something that we definitely want to do. We want to uh, honor a friend who has now gone to be with the Lord, a ministry partner, longtime ministry partner, Brother John Deck. His mother Nancy and her husband as well, for several years, were partners in the ministry. And um, she went to be with the Lord not too long ago, and now Brother John also has gone to be to be with the Lord. So in this episode today, we're going to look at a few different verses, remember John's life, honor him uh, for the brother that he was, the father that he was to his six children, the husband that he was, uh, the good man that he was for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure how exactly to proceed. It's it's not an exciting thing here today, so you can't be excited about this. Uh, but I do believe uh, a week ago today, last Friday, the 14th of May, is when he went to be with the Lord. And I believe today they're having the funeral service there in America. And sadly, obviously, we cannot be there. We're here in Italy, and traveling is complicated. But I wish that we could be there in this moment. As I was preparing things for today, putting this photo together, and uh, the couple different verses we're going to look at, as well as a song that we're going to listen to, it did uh, bring me to tears. Tears were pouring down my face, and it's very sad. Hopefully I won't break down as, uh, as we're going through this today because I already got it out of me. Uh, but my heart is with everyone uh, who is now missing John and uh, as he's gone to be with the Lord. But we do want to celebrate this man. He was a believer, and this is not the end for him. And those of us who are united in Christ, we will see this brother again. We will be united again. We have that blessed assurance, that blessed hope. So when someone passes... For a Christian, things are, are totally different. Uh, it, it's not the end, but it is very sad at the same time because we're going to miss his presence. As a ministry, we're going to miss his support. And so we want to honor him. We want to honor him today, and that's that's our goal. So here uh, is one of the few pictures, though, I actually have of Brother John. And this is him together with his mother at a, a gathering. And when we were there in the States visiting, Beatrice was not yet here. Cornelius was still very little. And uh, we snapped a photo together here in this time, and it was a pleasant moment that we had together. And uh, good memories. Uh, really, really appreciate this guy, this brother. Uh, here in our next slide, though, I, I wanted to start us today with, with this verse, which at first seems strange, but it's the second part, the second verse here that actually has some meaning to me in this particular uh, episode here today. And I'll explain why in just a moment. We read this from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicus because they have made up for your absence. So here we have the Apostle Paul just hashing out some things at the end of his letter, uh, some everyday details that were going on in the ministry, with the churches, things like this, final greetings. And he mentions these few people and uh, how they made up for their absence. Okay, verse 18, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. They refreshed my spirit as well as yours, he says. Give recognition to such people. Give recognition to such people. And this part here is, went too fast. This part here is what caught me as I was thinking about our brother who went to be with the Lord and how we want to honor him. I was reading these verses and uh, there are people in our lives that are refreshing. And sadly, there's also the opposite. There's people in our lives that drain us, that 
suck the juice out of us, that wear us out, that are constantly a burden, so to speak. That's true. John was not one of those kind of guys in any way. When I was around John, he was always refreshing to my spirit as well. A breath of fresh air, a peaceful man, a kind man, a gentle man, a good man. It was hard for anybody to say he was not a good man, a gentle man, a peaceful man. And I even remember on the last trip when we are in the States, we're praying and looking for opportunities to share with different churches or different groups of what the Lord is doing in us and in the, in the land here in Italy and the need for the gospel to go forward here and how people can get involved in these kinds of things. And as an answer to prayer, John was one of those guys who stepped up, reached out, did something, acted, put something together. And after contacting a few people, he was able to get us into a men's group, about 25 people or so, guys, men. And uh, he opened a door for us, got a door open for us to come and share about the mission in Italy, what we're doing and how different people can get involved in the ministry here. And to me, that was another way that Brother John was refreshing refreshing to my spirit. Uh, he not only was a, a monthly partner in the ministry, but he was supportive. And he would go out of his way to organize something like this so that we could present our situation, uh, the opportunities that are available for people to get involved in the Lord Jesus' mission of evangelism, disciple-making, and church planting, even in another context like that of Italy. And I think that is noteworthy. I think, uh, as it says here, give recognition to such people. I think Brother John needs to be given recognition as well. He set a good example, a godly example of how we're to live. If we can't go on the mission field, if we can't be missionaries ourselves, we should be actively involved in supporting the Lord's global mission. We should be either giving to missionaries directly, praying for them, uh, supporting them, or, or doing things like this to help them do their job of evangelism, discipleship, and church planting. In their context he did that and not only did he do it but you know he didn't just write the checks he didn't just uh, pray and support in that way but he also actively pursued how can I help these guys create more awareness how can I can I wear their t-shirt and in this case he was wearing our t-shirt I think we gave him a t-shirt after this and he was getting us into different groups something uh, to be recognized something to be uh, imitated uh, that we see here in our in our brother John now here, I want to share, this is the final words that we got. This we got through Barbara, supporter, friend in the ministry, and from one of John's six kids, Cassie. Now, when I left to go to the mission field, it was in 2007. And so I was only back a handful of times between 2007 and now, 2021. But that tells me these kids of his, were who I don't know very well, very, very little do I know them, but they were little. And about 14 years has gone by, and now they're grown up. Things are different. And uh, I haven't had a chance to get to know them very well. A couple of them, we exchanged emails a few times. I think it was Brother Carter. But um, we don't know them very well in any case. But here's Cassie. And this is uh, her, her final message, which Barbara shared also with us. This was from last Friday. It is with great sadness and heavy hearts that we announce the passing of Jonathan Deck, my loving father, Jonathan Deck passed away late afternoon from COVID-19 on Friday the 14th. He fought a long, hard battle for over a month. He was fully supported by a ventilator for most of his battle. John died peacefully on his own without struggling or needing to cut life support. We the family are confident he is in no pain and welcomed into heaven by God. And I as well am confident of that too. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit is evident 
has been evident in his life. And it's very, very sad. But we also are happy to know he's no longer suffering. We're happy to know he is in the presence of the Lord. And this is not the end. We will see him again. So that's the last update. And I, I mentioned this as well because we shared a couple different updates and a couple different podcast episodes in the last few weeks inviting our prayer partners, our ministry partners, to also be praying for John while he was still in the battle. And we rest assured here that God's bigger plan, his ultimate plan, is not like ours. And he he thought it best to take John with him in this time. We can be at peace knowing that. We can be sad. We should be sad. It's very sad. But we can have peace knowing God's way is not like our way. I remember many times my mentor would say over the years uh, that, Often, our life circumstances, our situations, we don't see the big picture. Uh, he, he would fashion uh, or, or help us to understand uh, the, the making of a cake, for example, has lots of ingredients. There's eggs, there's salt, there's sugar, there's flour. All kinds of different things get mixed into a cake. And that's kind of like the experience of our life, all kinds of different things. But if you take just one aspect of it, you just take the salt, you put it in your mouth, it would make you gag. You take the egg, you put that in your mouth alone, and it, it's terrible. That wouldn't be good at all. But when you mix all these things together, and not only do you mix it, but then you bake it, you stick it in the fire, you stick it in the oven, out comes a beautiful product. And often in our life, we see only the little details. But in reality, God is painting a much bigger picture. His whole plan is far greater than we can imagine. And all these things come together and form us into who he wants us to be so we can bear the fruit he wants us to be and uh, and all will be well then also when we when we look upon our Lord Jesus Christ uh, we'll know all the things we had to endure were worth it but those were the final words from from Cassie uh, about John now a couple of verses I want to read for us today in this episode as we remember John as we honor his life uh, this man who was a, a man who was a refreshing kind of person who made everybody's uh, that was around him better a man who encouraged, who was peaceful, gentle, and kind. Uh, first, I wanted to read just 2 Timothy 4, 6-8. These are some of the final words from the Apostle Paul, uh, who was uh, in the ministry, spending his life for the Lord, fighting the good fight, and so on. The Apostle Paul said this, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I just want us to remember here, uh, the, the, these words are, are important. Um, each of us, we're not like the Apostle Paul, we're not an apostle. Some of us are in ministry, most of us are not, but we all are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ, here to live for His honor, here to live for His glory, here to proclaim His word, to be a testimony, to be salt and to be light in this world. Uh, John was that through supporting us and the ministry here, everybody we've ever evangelized, which is thousands of people, disciples that have been made and all the rest, churches planted. Uh, he was actively involved in that. But also his presence was refreshing, as I said, and and he was, uh, uh, his race had to do with that as well. His fighting the good fight, he 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 kept the faith. But what I wanted to point out here is this reality. So we all have a part to play, and and we do that in our daily lives by by living to honor the Lord Jesus Christ, filled by His Spirit, and bearing the fruit of His Spirit in our lives, and we are like that fragrant aroma. We all have. Uh, uh, there's a good fight to be fought. Paul says here, I have fought the good fight. As we obey Jesus Christ, as we live for Him, as we seek Him for His help to honor Him in all aspects of life, we're fighting the good fight. I have finished the race. As we do that, we're also fulfilling the race that the Lord has set before us. We're running the path that God has put before us, fulfilling what God has called us to do. Now that for you could mean uh, raising kids in the home, that could be pursuing an education, that could be uh, doing 
countless things that the Lord is calling you to do in this period of your life, but we're running a race. If we're living to honor Jesus Christ, the different areas of our life honor Him as well as we do it unto Him. I have kept the faith, the Apostle Paul says here, I have kept the faith till the end. I haven't always seen the end result of why I'm suffering and why I'm enduring what I'm enduring, Paul's saying in other words. I don't understand why I'm in prison and why that's God's will and why that's pleasing to Him that He keeps me in prison this long, but I kept the faith. I understand my God is sovereign. I understand He's working all things together for my good and for His glory, and I rest in that. I kept the faith. And even while I'm here in prison, Paul, we found out he was evangelizing soldiers, evangelizing different people, and continuing to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, the news that everybody needs to hear. He kept the faith, the Apostle Paul, and I would argue here just as well, our brother John, he kept the faith until the end. And we read, in addition, Paul says here, Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. There is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved His appearing. Not only to me, but to all who have loved His appearing. These are beautiful words here from the Apostle Paul. The reality that this righteous judge, if he were to give us justice, truly, each of us would be condemned already and in hell, tormented, because we have transgressed the law of God. We have uh, created, as, as one famous theologian said, cosmic treason against this God three times holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. We all fall short. We've all blown it big time. And if we were to receive real justice, we would be really condemned already, burning and tormented in hell. But in His great, great mercy, the Lord has saw fit to save some of us. He, he changes our heart. He makes us alive anew. He makes us born again. He puts His Spirit within us and makes us a new creature to live for His honor. And this righteous judge, even as we read here, awards to us a crown of righteousness, something we absolutely do not deserve in any stretch. And Paul said he was, no, he, he was sure of this. This would be awarded him on that day, in his final day. He would be with the Lord and, and, and have his reward as well. But not only to me, he says, but to all who have loved his appearing. Who are those who love his appearing? They're the ones who understand the weight of their sin. They turn from their sin. They repent of their sin. They're sorrowful, sorrowful for their sin. And they turn from it. And then they, by faith, embrace Jesus Christ, who lived perfectly for us in our place, fulfilled the law of God, and then died in our place as well on the cross in our place, taking the wrath of God the Father upon himself rather than letting it fall upon us. Brother John put his trust in Jesus Christ, not in himself. To all who loved his appearing. And uh, we would just remind you, if you happen to be tuning into this episode and, and you haven't yet put your trust in Jesus Christ, you haven't yet repented of your sins, if John were here today, he would tell you, do it. Don't hesitate. Repent of your sin. Turn from it. It's a terrible thing. And embrace Jesus Christ by faith. He lived for you. He died for you. He rose again. He's King of kings. He's Lord of lords. He reigns. He rules. All you ever desire or could dream of, He has it. He is it. And that's the thing we need to hang on to today. But another verse here as we close or move forward, uh, this came to mind as well. Before we hear a song, I wanted to read uh, these couple verses here. If I can get my thing to work right. Let me, I got to set up another screen share. Lost connection there on that.
Okay, here we are. Let's see if I can get it on the screen now for those who watch. My apologies for the delay. All right, I think we have it again. Okay, the verse here, moving forward, that I wanted to share that came to mind is also this. This comes from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-9. to Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. A couple things here I just wanted to point out. First of all, we have this great truth here. Blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ according to His great mercy. It's by mercy that anybody is saved. And in this reality here, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope. While we're living, we have great hope. We're alive from the dead, resurrected, spiritually speaking. We'll have, we have eternal life now. We'll live forever with the Lord if we've repented and trusted in Christ. We have this blessed assurance. And we also have, as we read here in verse 4, yeah, hope for, for when we pass from this life, as Brother John passed, but he passed in peace, knowing this is not the end, this is a passage to be with in the presence of the Lord. But we have an imperishable, as we read in verse 4, an imperishable, undefiled, and unfading inheritance. It's kept in heaven for you. If you're in Christ, this is awaiting you. No one can take it from you. It's unfading. It's imperishable. It's undefiled. It's perfect. It's more than you can comprehend or even imagine. And us, he says, by God's power, we're being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. The Lord, we read here, we understand here, causes all of us to persevere. We may struggle difficulties. We may have illness. We may, uh, our days, we don't know when the last day is. Our days are numbered. The Lord does. But until the end, if we're united to Christ, He will cause us always to persevere. We may fall, we may relapse, but He gets us up, He causes us to rise up, keep moving forward. No one can take us from His hands. This is the blessed assurance that we have if we're in Christ. In this you rejoice, He says, though now for a little while, if necessary, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. Many of us have been grieved by this particular trial. So that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, it may be found, your faith, to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So he reminds us here, uh, in this you rejoice, this inheritance that we have, this great news, even though for a little while now it's necessary, we're grieved by various trials. And those trials are a testing of genuineness of our faith that causes our faith to become stronger. My prayer for all of us uh, uh, really missing Brother John and, the, and for the kids especially, that you'll consider these verses, this reality here, that this would be something that draws you closer to the Lord, not further, that your faith would become stronger through this. And in regards to Jesus Christ and the one in whom we've trusted and hoped, though we have not seen Him, we read in verse 8, you love Him. You haven't seen Him, but you love Him. Though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And all true believers, we can understand this truth here, this reality, that though we haven't set our eyes upon him yet, we see him with eyes of faith. 
We know the Lord reigns. We know he's transformed our hearts. We know our sins are forgiven. We know he's reigning, he's ruling, and his eye is on us always. He's giving us what's best. He's caring for us, carrying us through the storms, calming the storms. He already calmed the greatest storm for us, and that was the wrath of God the Father. That storm that was coming our way, that was above us, he, he took it upon himself in our place to save us from the greatest storm. And that inexpressible joy filled with glory is ours even now, even in, in hard times. I want to just play a song for us as we close today. This is a song that that my wife uh, recorded a couple years back, and it's, it's, it's a good one. It's an Italian song, so you may not really feel the weight of it, uh, but if you can listen to it in English, uh, it's encouraging as well. We Bow Down, uh, I believe is the title in English, Ci Prostriamo. Uh, so we'll just listen to this as we ponder, as we reflect on the life of our friend who's now with the Lord. Okay, well, I uh, hope that touched your heart today. I hope uh, uh, you're encouraged by the life of John, his good example, his refreshing example of what it means to follow Christ. 
And uh, we're praying for uh, the family. We invite you as well, if you know them or you don't, to be praying for the kids, the family, the wife also that was left behind. behind. And uh, that's, that's it for today in this particular episode. Um, lastly, we just want to say this to the, to the kids. If, uh, if you get a chance and you want to, you need to get away. Get out of your context, get a different uh, scenario, view of life, things, these kind of things. And if you want to come to Italy for a week or so, or, or just to get away and experience something different, ponder all these things, process these things. Uh, we can't hold all of you, there's six of you, but two at a time, maybe maybe three. We could. Uh, we, you're welcome to stay with us. And we would then invite you to go and explore the city of Venice, perhaps every day. Just get away, be quiet, have some time to pray, to journal, these kinds of things. And we would be happy to uh, help you in that process if you would desire that, if you would want to. Just reach out to us, let us know, and we can talk about a time frame, how that would work, what that would look like. Uh, but if it, if it would bless you in any way, uh, because uh, we, we value uh, uh, you because of uh, your father who was such a blessing to us, we would be more than honored to uh, help you through that process, give you a chance to get out of your context there and, uh, and process things uh, in another land. Sometimes that is helpful. So don't hesitate to reach out if that's you. If you're uh, one of John's kids and, and you want to take advantage of the opportunity, a free place to stay, uh, but then uh, you just have to get your airfare and, and, and you know maybe get yourself lunch and dinner while you're out. Uh, but we'd be able to uh, give you a free place to stay while you're here and give you that opportunity to process uh, in this time. So something to think about. Reach out to us. We love you guys. God bless you. And uh, that's, that's it for today. Until the next time. Ciao, ciao. The PMC Media Ministry exists to incorporate Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning in Italy so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thank you for being a part of the ministry. To learn more about what we do and how you can be involved, visit practicalmissions.org. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.